0: This is the Sexy
1: Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling. You. And I'm your host, like you. Lara Marie like Shane Hall.
2: Yeah. Everybody, freeze! Put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. Hope you can't talk. with the beat, yeah, we go so go in. Got a with a friend, yeah, we both in.
1: Hi, gym, everyone, and, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm here. With fellow guest and pump head, Nikki Jagerman. Hello. 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 Hi. Glad to be here. I'm Popped. really happy to have you here. I didn't know that you were a pump head.
3: Oh, I've been to, I mean, I've been a fan since uh, Real Housewives when they brought in Sheena to fuck Brandy's husband. I mean, that was like <laughs> not for the show, but it also led to a show. Yeah. Um,
1: Sheena's like Hollywood smarts really kicked in at a young age and
3: never again yeah um so yeah i've been in it i've been to villa blanca pump tom tom sir love
1: so what's your favorite
3: um honestly tom tom had the best food yeah and i was almost disappointed that i really liked it it's good yeah the verdict is in tom tom it's good it's great Um, And then pump is fun for like a night out, but the drinks are kind of disgusting.
1: Yeah. Your best bet is to like stick to wine only at pump. Yeah. And there's one salad that's acceptable.
3: No signature cocktails. Mm -mm. They're hot pink and like (laughs) pop rock rim.
1: Yeah. They'll give you an instant hangover but just from sugar because they water the fuck out of them too. Big time. (laughs) Yeah. Like I got a pitcher from there once for brunch and it was basically just like lemon juice and soda water. Unacceptable.
3: Unacceptable.
1: I wonder why Tom Tom is so good and other restaurants of hers are not.
3: Have you eaten at Villa Blanca?
1: Yeah, but years ago. And then the last time I ate there, I vowed never again to set foot in that hellhole of a restaurant.
3: Yeah. It's like, why are the waitresses holding purses? It's so confusing.
1: That restaurant, like I was in Beverly Hills the other day for a doctor appointment and I took a little stroll past Villa Blanca to see what was up. And it was completely empty.
3: It kind of is always. Always. Yeah. I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard last week and outside, like across from Tom Tom, I did spot Ken, no Jiggy. And I was just like, damn, he's just hanging out on Santa Monica Boulevard alone. But like, whatever, that's okay. It's (laughs) one o'clock.
1: Or he like wandered off and got lost like Alzheimer's style.
3: I mean, he seemed (laughs) like he was doing some sort of like business email on his phone, but maybe that's just the story I'm writing for him.
1: Yeah, that seems like a, a likely or maybe an unlikely story. Right, He's
3: like hunched over.
1: just He's just on hoarding. his GPS like trying to figure <laughs> out where he actually is. Yeah, yeah. Just
3: reading Yelp reviews of Tom <laughs> Tom really.
1: And like preparing a list for his hitman of who to like shank for the for their bad reviews. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's weird to me that Lisa's restaurants have no they're not like all good or not just like all bad. Like I feel like other chefs or restaurateurs, they open a restaurant like Mario Batali opens a restaurant in China. It's good. If It you know, opens it in Vegas. It's good. Like yeah. the same food.
3: It, well, that's cause it's revolved around the chef who really cares about food. And he yeah. says like, this is my flower shop, AKA my restaurant. We <laughs> happen to have food and drinks and then that's like oh and she makes her own wine. Now. Yeah. Um I feel like
1: but Lisa eats there so often and she loves the food. Like she eats there every day, which is wild.
3: Every day?
1: I think almost every day is eating at one of her restaurants.
3: Oh, poor thing. Yeah. I mean, she's just got, I don't know what she's eating then. I would love to know what she gets off the menu.
1: Yeah. Like Lisa's special orders. Yeah. And she also creates certain dishes for the restaurant, as we saw.
3: I love that when she walks in, (laughs) she's like, and you know, I want a cup of tea. It reminds me of like in the simple life when Paris Hilton would walk into literally any house and ask for uh, toast. Toast. yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I guess that's what's happening. It's
1: her signature move. Yeah. If I we d- wish
3: that Lisa could toast. <laughs> I think that would be wonderful but she yeah
1: doesn't. it would be a little more sexy and unique
3: oh it would be way more unique she's british and she's asking for tea it's like very on the nose
1: yeah i think she wants to like remind everyone it's more of a power move than it is like she actually wants tea yeah does no, anyone no, no, no. actually want tea uh, sometimes sometimes you know. i guess every once in a while yeah, it's
3: like a warm little treat
1: a little hug
3: is it sad that i think tea is sometimes a treat
1: <laughs> sometimes tea is a treat like okay. i like i like an iced tea sometimes yeah Yeah. but like a hot tea is like so such a rare occasion
3: oh no I do it all the time
1: okay love that so you're (laughs) team tea yeah (laughs) there is so much to talk about in this reunion I even thinking about it my heart rate starts to skyrocket and like sweat starts pouring
3: what is the number one thing that you can't stop thinking about um I'd say my my ultimate
1: favorite reunion moment of this specific episode, and I've laughed out. I've watched it twice now: once to just watch, once to take notes, and I genuinely laugh out loud for like a few minutes. Is when James just under his breath, he just goes, "I fucking hate you, people."
3: <laughs> and I
1: cannot i was like my king has spoken
3: yeah i mean that's the most honest he's maybe ever been
1: yeah and also that's been like my mood this whole season yeah like he nailed it yeah because i was like i fucking hate you people too like you have given us nothing
3: yeah i mean my number one is the sort of reveal of james's uppers which like (laughs) pasta man it's yeah pasta time
1: oh it's total pasta time
3: yeah so i was just like as soon as they said that i was like go off like really spill tea but they wouldn't they were all skirting it which is like well
1: because one if one person jumps into that like you're oh, they all gonna start. they're all gonna go down yeah, yeah because like and i mean sandoval did it in a very like low-key yet high-key way where he's yeah. like i'm talking about like uppers man it's like we all know what you're talking about like we're not fucking idiots
3: also i feel like they were all they all took like an adderall before the reunion (laughs) they were all like turned uh, especially jacks
1: jacks for sure i think he's like constantly at that level but then they all drink in the dressing rooms and stuff and like take shots like (laughs) can you imagine during in the middle of the day like at 2 p.m you're like you go in the break room at your work and then just like Throw back a shot of warm tequila
3: oh and then it's like oh because i need to talk <laughs> what like that is the opposite thing like, that i, I need do. to really think straight yeah, focus I was, like i've gotta really perform there's gonna be cameras on me <laughs> i should have warm liquor
1: yeah i should really get liquored up before i really need to like make my voice heard
3: yeah and also tall shoes um what could go wrong
1: yeah it begins in a warehouse deep in the valley
3: which they were showing views like it was being filmed at the standard in downtown
1: yeah or like at the ritz yeah i'm like you're literally in van nuys
3: the street i wrote <laughs> down the street name Strathern.
1: yeah that's a valley street if i've ever heard one oh, my and it God. looked hot out there it looked
3: disgusting <laughs> <laughs> it was like As soon as they walked outside to go to the motorcycle, it was just like, Jesus, like, yeah, it's not even a good studio.
1: No, it was a wasteland. <laughs> yeah. It was like, there's a certain point in the valley where you drive long enough and it just becomes kind of like deserty almost. And it felt like that's where they were, like more like Sun Valley area where it's just like dusty.
3: Yeah, like concrete jungle, but everything is like the pavement went down 20 years ago and it's just been dusty since.
1: Yeah, and it's like you breathe, like I can smell and taste what your mouth tastes like with you breathe through your mouth out yeah. there it's really not great
3: if you blow your nose dirt is dirt in the comes dish. out yeah. yeah
1: it's just like a dirt ring yeah. in the nostrils <laughs> <laughs> everyone's screaming at each other post Raquel and Andy says that they should all take a break and then James and Lisa sidebar and he's in shambles He's in
3: shambles also I love that they pretend that they go on breaks yeah I love that it's like let's take a break And then but also keep rolling, keep rolling.
1: And then everyone still kind of like performs
3: because they're being followed by cameras. It's like, let's take a break. And then everyone that has like a camera that they're holding has to follow them back to the dressing room. And then all the other cameras are like still on Lisa and James. Yeah. And so but James felt like very like raw and honest. He cries quite a bit this season.
1: He cries a lot. I'm going to go. I'm just going to say this right now. This is going to be a podcast episode where I like defend James the entire time.
3: Okay. Okay. It's yeah. like
1: I'm truly, I'm pretty team James because he
3: fucking hates everyone. <laughs>
1: because he hates everyone. He has a sad life and like a sad glimpse. We got a lot of glimpse into his like parental vibe, which yeah. is especially dark. And I, I th-
3: think he also does make poor decisions all the time. Oh, he
1: makes, he can't make a good decision to save his life.
3: Like he knows all the issues. And then when presented with a, like a good choice and a bad choice, he'll take the bad choice every time. Yeah. It's like self harm, I think. Time, yeah.
1: Yeah. I wish him lots and lots of therapy. Same. And, some like awakenings because I think that he could still be. He, I like, he's someone that would be fascinating to watch whether or not he's being like a total asshole villain or like a happy go lucky Sweetie Pie.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that they tried to give him like a rock bottom in taking out his like party, but that wasn't enough rock bottom for him to change.
1: No, I think he's gonna he's have going to-, to lose it all. Yeah, like I think we'll like we might just be privy to like watching the rest of his life as he like hits new bottoms like every month or year.
3: Yeah, like he thinks that he's hitting it, but until he like really makes. Until he's, like, moved enough to really make a change. Yeah. Then it'll... And even, like, he started drinking again. I don't know. I I know.
1: He has to be sober. Like, he has to... Like, he is a person that cannot, like, fuck with drugs and alcohol.
3: Yeah. And he did it for a little bit, but then he was, like...
1: But it's always, like, a strategy move. It's not really, like, authentic. And, like, he... As soon as he doesn't get what he wants, he goes right back to it. And it's just, like, that makes me sad because I'm, like damn like you could have had it all see could've aka all. see you next tuesday yeah. <laughs> sir
3: we would have seen so many tuesdays with him but couldn't hack it yeah also I'll- the like needing a shot to be on with people is like that's just a therapy that he just needs go therapy for a yeah
1: time. he needs like and it's weird that he gets held to like a very different standard than everyone else but that it's is just he's the newest. Yeah, he's the newest. He's young and like exciting. I think the audience really warms to him despite like his hor- like horrible well, actions.
3: Yeah, it's like watching a train wreck. You're just like bad choice, bad choice, bad choice. Yeah,
1: but he feels more authentic than like a lot of the other cast does.
3: That's true. Cuz he really like has a tough run of things and we do we don't see it for like a lot of the others or like not to the same degree
1: yeah everyone screams at sandoval in the dressing room Mm -hmm. which
3: you're not gonna be the best man like bro
1: yeah okay what a threat
3: (laughs) yeah honestly planning like relinquishing planning Jax's bachelor party and giving a speech is like I would give that shit up in a second. I would purposely keep going in, so I would not have to be the best man,
1: yeah, no, that would be amazing, and like i like i'd never I don't really go to weddings that much, but when i if I do, it's like I need to be paid to be there, or it needs to be like a lifelong best friend, yeah, otherwise I'm just like, mm-mm.
3: why would you, yeah, yeah, especially I've never been in a wedding party, but it seems like kind of a nightmare. It's a lot. I mean, like,
1: I have been in two weddings for like two really tight friends of mine, like best friend level. And like, I love and support them. And but I really would not want to do it again for either. Like, I'm yeah. like, you get one time and then just leave me like, just let me be
3: truly. because it's a,
1: just a lot. It's like kind of weddings are really annoying, I think, for everyone except the two people getting married.
3: I don't, like, imagine Sheena getting married again. I think she would do it up just as big. Oh, yeah. If not bigger, which is because she would do it in that way to like make up for
1: her like first marriage not working out. Yeah. And like she'd be like, that one doesn't count. <laughs> and then like go even harder.
3: Yeah. She'd get the fluffiest dress. Yeah. And more photographers somehow.
1: And she should do if she gets married again, like instead of just a crop top, like a full blown Selena style like bustier.
3: And I don't think it should be white. I think she should fully lean into a non-white second wedding dress.
1: She should do a black wedding dress.
3: I was thinking, well, it's Sheena, so she's going to do like a jewel tone.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like an emerald green. It's
3: going to be a quinceanera dress. It is. It
1: definitely will be.
3: And I want that for her. Yeah,
1: I I desperately want Sheena to meet her perfect match. Mm -hmm. Just because... I'm curious to see what that even is and like who that even is. Cause I can't off the top of my head think of anyone like I cannot picture Sheena with another human being in that way.
3: I mean, she's gotta be the alpha. That's for sure. I think she just needs like, I don't like a puppy dog,
1: but I don't know. I mean, do you think, she and Shay would still be together if he hadn't had his like struggles.
3: Yes. Not that they were truly meant to be, but she just likes being married. Like, she yeah. wouldn't want to be single again, which is the basis of maybe the <laughs> marriage is that she just wanted to get married and like, it didn't matter if he was the right person or not because she was like, it's I time to get married. Yeah. I feel like I am seeing friends that are in their 30s now that are just hyper focused on marriage that I could see them doing. A similar thing with like he's not perfect but i gotta do it yeah like, jesus like the time has come slow it <laughs> you don't have to do that
1: no that the key is like you don't ever have to get married if no. you don't want to
3: but i mean people get feel some pressure that i'm so glad i'm not like <laughs> yeah same it feels like a burden for them which i think they recognize but
1: whatever yeah except sheena will never recognize no no. Could not. Yeah, I need to like I hope that she does end up getting like a spin-off or something where we get to see like her dating life cuz I was really enthralled by like all the men I want that her she to was have, juggling. Like,
3: a dating show. She should Bravo should give her like a Daisy of Love situation where she just goes through they all live in the same house. Yeah. She comes to visit them. They do dumbass dates where like everyone has to physically prove themselves. She would love that.
1: Yeah. She would die for that. Yeah.
3: I think I'm going to call Andy.
1: Yeah. I'd, and Bravo hasn't done something like that. Mm-mm. Sheena kind of like maybe she needs to transition to like a VH1. Oh,
3: yeah. She could do that.
1: Career. Easily. Yeah. Like I feel like that could be a place where she could really get like her singing career and dating career off the ground in like a whole new way.
3: VH1 would be perfect for her.
1: Yeah. She'd be perfect for VH1. Yeah. Like, what has VH1 got going on now that's more important than Sheena? Drag Race. Oh, true. But
3: that's only because they just moved it from Logo.
1: Yeah, like, it was. It didn't used to always be. It's not like a heritage VH1. No, no, no. It's no.
3: This is the first season that's on VH1.
1: Yeah, so VH1 needs to import need more goods. Yeah. Sign Shishu up. Yes. Jax sucks, is just a note that I had. He, he sucks.
3: He's like playing a character. Yeah. He doesn't seem genuine. He only seems genuine when he's like screaming at someone.
1: Yeah, because he loves like he accessing like rage is very, is like his go to. Yeah. But like even when they come back from the break and he's like, people say our show isn't real. It's like, Jax, no one said that. Yeah. Like no literally one no that. one's ever said that. We say your show fucking sucks this season because y'all are fake ass bitches, but no one has said your show isn't real.
3: No, we all know it's maybe too real.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's if anything too real. Yeah,
3: no one's like you. Yeah, none of that is contrived because they truly treat each other like that and like are doing sort of terrible things in relationships
1: yeah and they always go out of their way to make a point and be like this is our real life like mm-hmm. anytime that they were on like the previous iteration of this podcast or what it was like i was like okay yeah like it's real i get it like i'm creeped the fuck out by like how <laughs> horrible you all are to each other and like this level of drama like i can't compute it but like amazing like go and like keep doing what you do so well
3: i can't believe that they yell at each other so much like if someone yelled at me (laughs) i'd be (laughs) fucking it like that would truly be it they are like in each other's faces screaming and they they're always screaming at each
1: other and kristen's like always screaming at someone too
3: it's insane like do you have friends that just scream at you
1: no absolutely not
3: it's insane that they all do that to each other and they all have that it takes me to
1: get to a level of like rage in that way like you really have to troll me but it has to be like over like a long period of time of you just like poking at me and pushing me over the ledge in order to like lose it Jax taylor style
3: yeah they they would have to do things that intentionally were aimed at you to, like, they knew that that was annoying. Yeah, like, push my buttons. Living their life and it happens to bother someone (laughs) where they're like, you said this three years ago about that person. It's like, why are we all screaming?
1: Yeah, no one can talk at, like, a regular (laughs) voice level. And, like, did
3: you notice that throughout this episode
1: there was, like, um... There were moments where certain people's mics were cut off, but then you could still hear them screaming like in the background. I didn't notice
3: that, but I'm glad that they did that. I mean, I'm the poor audio guy on that
1: show. They would mute like stop. They muted Kristen a ton this episode because then I started being like, is Dodie muted again? Because I'd hear like someone screaming and see her flailing. And I was like, yeah, they muted Dodie because all she did. Like what's amazing is she has nothing to talk about. For sure. Like, nothing's gone on this season. She like is with her like gross boyfriend.
3: She like fell over once in Solvey. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the big drama for her.
1: Yeah. She like she, like wears her slippery shoes and like giraffe walks around. But She's there's like
3: always though. So like yeah.
1: there's nothing new to check in with Dodie about, but she pipes up whenever she fucking can to weigh in on drama that has nothing whatsoever to do with her and everyone took a stand and they were like we're muting this bitch. Yeah. And I kind
3: of love that. Yeah. That's I mean, I feel like they almost had to do that in like post where they were just like cut her channel like Oh yeah, cut. they did. It was like all cuz you can hear her in the background.
1: I think she's being picked up on other people's mics. For sure. And but then it's just like a light a little sprinkling of a to yell in the background she
3: can't help herself she
1: can't and i love thinking about how probably mad she gets watching the reunion that she's muted because she remembers like what she was saying in each of those times yeah
3: i mean that's when you take to twitter
1: yeah (laughs) i haven't followed a lot of them on like follow their twitter journeys in a while or like checked in to see like what it is they're saying
3: The only person I find myself checking in on is Jax, because he's always like he comes up in things as like being an insane person. So I'll like, well, let's investigate. But otherwise, I mean, I can't imagine that there's anything too crazy going on there because they are all like hawks watching it.
1: Yeah. And like there's not I mean, we got a lot. From them, Like, I think after the reunion filmed where they were all like, that was the craziest reunion ever. And I was like, I'll believe it when I see it because I I lost a lot of trust this season. Mm -hmm. But now it really is the craziest reunion ever.
3: Yeah. I mean, in a fun way.
1: Yeah. I wish they would do like seven more reunion episodes.
3: I wish they'd kept Raquel there a little bit longer.
1: Yeah. She deserved like a seat at the table.
3: I really loved first like her dress her suggestion to Stassi again like you should have come to my puppy party Mm -hmm. and then Stassi just like rolls her eyes and laughs I loved that
1: yeah Raquel's an angel
3: and she didn't (laughs) she didn't scream at all well yeah she
1: she doesn't raise her voice no she has one setting
3: she truly has one setting I love it oh God, I loved her glitter eye for that uh, pride thing, too. When she's being told that her boyfriend's cheating. And she's like, wait, you're telling me that "Uh at Coachella, you and
1: him had sex. And they're like, yes. Yeah, we just said that. They're like, we've been fucking for three years.
3: Wait, so you're telling me. she's like, oh, okay.
1: I'm team Raquel, truly. I can't wait to see what she does with her new role at Sir. I'm
3: glad that they're putting her in the ring there.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be exciting. I feel like there's going to be, like, I feel like there's going to be changes next season as far as like new blood working at Sir, which I'm excited about. And I got like a gut feeling that. Katie and Dodie might be off the show or like demoted in like the next two-ish seasons. Which I would love. Yeah, that would be amazing.
3: They're like no longer interesting.
1: Katie has never been interesting.
3: Tequila Katie did bring some fun moments. Yeah,
1: she did. That's ultimately right.
3: ultimately was annoying as far. Mm
1: -hmm. do they listen
3: to this podcast i don't know
1: okay but like hey if you do yeah thanks for the hit yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: my statement remains the same yeah
1: Yeah. i mean i just like i miss tequila katie because she was so at least entertaining but just like non-tequila katie is a real like and i mean this in a way that just speaks to like her personality only but she truly is a blob. Like what Lala said, like she is, she brings just nothing to the table.
3: Yeah. She's like somehow high key, low energy. Yeah. And even if she's yelling, it feels like lethargic. I don't know. There's just like not a ton that's coming to the table here.
1: Yeah. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of there there. And I realized too, like, because after last week's episode, I was like, damn, I hate Katie like too much. Like it makes me uncomfortable with like how much I don't like her. And so I went on a journey of like tr- ha- trying to like drum up empathy for her. So no, I like,
3: you can't forgive her handle on anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to her like on another podcast because I, that was like not related to Vanderpump rules. I was like, let's see what she has to say. I've met Katie like a bunch of times. Like I've podcasted with her. Like I pretty much know the drill, but I'm just trying to be like, Maybe I've missed something and had like these rose colored glasses. Yeah. So I listened to her and then I was like, damn, I still like really don't like her. And then I thought about it for a long time and I came to the conclusion that I think Katie just truly is like not a smart person, like, might have just like a really low IQ. And like, that's why she is the way she is. Like, I think she does, doesn't process like she is her inability to like clock why people are annoyed with her and then kind of like change her behavior based on that. Like she always seems so miffed that like the audience watches this show and then like reacts negatively to her.
3: Yeah. And it's I mean, like,
1: do you watch yourself? If I was on camera and I came across like that, I'd be like, Oh shit. Like I need to make some changes. And she just is constantly like, it never processes i think she's just dumb
3: i think also in like the earlier seasons the way that like she Stasi, and kristen all treated each other like <laughs> if i looked back on that time in my life and i was like damn i let people treat me like that or like it just seems all bad it's bad like i would watch that and be like i am fucking up in my life
1: yeah you rewatch like early episodes of vanderpump rules and see like the abuse that they put each other through like things that they do i'd be like i those are friendship enders like oh, that's time. the end of the line yeah and then we don't speak again mm-hmm. but yet here they are like buying property next to each other and just like they're friends for life
3: which is also heartbreaking for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> that they bought houses, yes, yeah, that they have that they own real estate. Um, that's just it hurts me personally.
1: <laughs> well, I understand, but I'm also like, you know, one of them is gonna get their house like foreclosed on, or like something is gonna happen, yeah, like this isn't a long term game for a lot of them, sure, and. Yeah, I I just the ones um, that
3: could really like see it all the way through are Sandoval and Ariana.
1: Yeah, I think that they're going places
3: because, like Sandoval, I think will take like a bigger role in Tom Tom, Mm -hmm. and Ariana will—I don't know—she'll figure something out.
1: Yeah, I need Ariana's cocktail book to come out. Like, I really need her to take some time and think about what it is she's passionate about and wants to do next, and then. Just like go full force yeah, into that. Man. Because, like, now is her time. 100%. And, like, they come off, they've played it just right to where it's like they're not aligned with either side. Like, they're kind of their own entity as a couple, which I think is really smart because I feel like. People on like the Jacks and Katie and Kristen side are going to slowly f- get phased out.
3: Yeah, because even like I don't know who it would be on any of those people, sides. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> those monsters. I, I don't know who's, like cheering on Schwartz and Katie. You're like cheering on Jacks and Brittany.
1: I think that there are some like total freaks off the leash that like watch this show and think that that side is like goals. Which oh is a God. true dark. bone chiller. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I really think that it's, I think it might be like a 50 50. Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, no one should have that. Re- like, both of their relationships are things that. Sort of like the friendships. Like, I would never stand for that shit.
1: No. Jax is like, when you got, like, Seventeen Magazine when you were young and read it and would read the story about, like, a girl who had an abusive boyfriend, like, he hits every single mark on, like, an, a, what an abusive relationship is. Big time. Yeah. And then Tom Schwartz and Katie's relationship is, like, just, like, codependency 101. Yeah. Like, like it's a sad... Neither
3: of them are great with It's this. a
1: passionless... Oh, big time. Romance. Yeah. There's one point in the reunion where they kissed, but they just pressed their mouths against each other like her like they didn't even make like a lip move it just like they Eyes bumped their heads like, <laughs> yeah she was like kind of thin-lipped smiling and he was like mm. and then they just like pressed their faces against each and other go, and went back to their Baba. seat
3: and then they just go back yeah i imagine that when they kiss they just put their mouths together both say "bubba," and that's it yeah
1: like how <laughs> can they even like have sex like i just don't even buy that they have sex ever
3: yeah i don't know
1: I can't I don't really see it. that.
3: I don't see that for them,
1: <laughs> and I don't see them like having a baby anytime soon either.
3: The thing is, maybe they will.
1: I feel like they. I never underestimate what they're willing to do in hopes that it like oh, saves yeah. their relationship. But like, I don't know. I just don't get a vibe that they're in like a stable enough place to oh, have. You don't
3: have to be stable to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can just ha- that can just happen whenever. Mm.
1: like they will all have babies just to stay relevant and like keep being on the show. I think
3: I don't think Ariana will, but no, I think no, no, the rest not. of
1: them will. Tom and Ariana are on their also, own journey. I
3: don't think Kristen will have a baby.
1: No, I think Kristen, I mean, her, I think she's the first on the chopping block when it comes to like, who's going to get fired.
3: I mean, she has hardly been in this season
1: and she tried hard to yeah. be in this season.
3: Also, They did, in this reunion, they did a cut to her in her apartment when she wasn't invited to the whatever news thing party. The
1: Daily Mail party.
3: When she had to sit at home and she was just laying in her bed eating a bowl of noodles. Mm -hmm. I was like, have you ever eaten noodle soup in bed? Like That is insane to me.
1: Yeah, that is actually (laughs) full-blown. 5150 material yeah like a horizontal i get it like on the couch but like i think a bed is like a sacred no eating zone unless i'm in a hotel and i'm on the hotel's bed and then you just go fucking crazy there's no
3: bedroom in the hotel the bedroom's like the also the living room and whatever but like if you are in an apartment where you can eat in the kitchen the living room (laughs) wherever and you take that shit straight to your bed and it's noodles like i can't i can't be in that home like i can't trust anything there
1: no i can't abide by that kind of behavior either there's
3: got to be like soup spillage in that bed
1: oh it flecks off onto the pillow and then you have like kind of salty Broth smelling pillows. Yeah. And then your dogs are up there, like in your face, like, and you know that they're like probably licking on the pillows and stuff. It's yeah. just like, it's too many liquids. That's gross.
3: Too many fluids on those pillows.
1: Yeah. Also, Lisa's excuse for why Kristen wasn't invited was very thin. Yeah, no. And like, I wasn't it buying was like, that.
3: Lisa, that makes no sense. And we all know it.
1: Yeah. You just hate Kristen yeah, Doty. You can just she just say just, it.
3: Say, like, yeah, I didn't want you there. Mm hmm easy be honest she was doing gymnastics to explain why kristen wasn't there
1: yeah lisa's been caught in several like lies i feel like over the course of this reunion
3: also over the course of like this year
1: yeah lisa is about to get like the covers pulled back yeah and her scams revealed but just like don't let kristen have the last laugh you should just be like real yeah um, Andy's trolls and He goes, in what ways would you say you've changed? And then Jax is like, well, I just am not attacking people anymore after he literally just yeah. attacked someone.
3: Oh, I, I don't know what to even make of Jax. I don't know why. I mean, I guess the, my whole thing is, I don't know why these people are still like spending time together. Um, but he is truly the worst one to me. Yeah. He's like an
1: unforgivable, Like, it's just, I'm trying to, like, put my finger on why it's so, I think it's like, he has now, and I think this kind of precedent started with the Witches of WeHo, where it was like, if you disagree with us, like, you're out. So you either support us and, like, our delusions, or you have a separate opinion and we'll, like, destroy you collectively. But then that didn't or like slowly but surely they like got lala on their side but then Jax does it in his own way too which i think is like it just is something like a group dynamic that happens always on the show which is like you either support my terrible behavior and don't call me out on anything or else if you do i'll just cut you out
3: yeah well he is the number one guy in the group yeah um actually no i think at this point it like it's gonna be Sandoval,
1: Sandoval, but he's like gonna be
3: the most successful.
1: Sandoval is gonna be super successful,
3: and the rest of them I can't speak to that.
1: I think if James got his shit together, he could be really successful because I think he's a, a talented DJ. Is he? Yeah, like I've heard him DJ mo- on multiple occasions. I've been to multiple See You Next Tuesdays, and it was like the best party in West Hollywood. Damn. It okay. was a it was a true golden era. Sir has never seen it as good as they did when they had see you next Tuesday.
3: Good. To- well, also I can't just go out on Tuesdays anymore.
1: I know it's hard, My but I managed, says- I managed yeah. to drag myself to sir for two. See you next Tuesdays. And it was the best thing I'd ever done.
3: What about girls night?
1: I, I fuck a girl's night. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't want to see like that. I'm like, no,
3: I don't need to see more l- women in lingerie.
1: No, I'm fine. Like I'm
3: all set on that,
1: that yeah was. and like see you next tuesday was like actually like you would go to sir and it would be like a party like james would be djing there would be i mean they have a teeny tiny little dance floor yeah, the dance okay. floor is by the hostess stand. so you could literally like i picked up the phone one time and like you can like you could answer Take the phone at yeah <laughs> you're like
3: at nine o'clock for two got it
1: <laughs> but like it still felt like a party night where everyone was, like, interacting, like, getting drinks, dancing. And the what I gather from girls' night from, like, the people I know that have gone is, like, it's more like everyone's standing around and, like, trying to take pictures of, like, Katie and, like, Kristen. Or Kristen's not even there. So yeah. another reason not to go.
3: I figured that See You Next Tuesday was, like, a lot of looky-loos, which, like... I would absolutely do the same. Mm But it sounds like people had fun.
1: People had a a blast, like truly enjoying themselves. And then Girls Night is like more of like a looky-loo, like just kind of because there's no like a music contingency aside from like DJ Mickey, the like house DJ at Sir, which is like a pass for me.
3: What about Billy's Brunch? I would go to a Billy Brunch.
1: I would go to a Billy Brunch. I wouldn't be happy about it because you know the food is just going to be so awful.
3: Is it at Pump? Where do they? Do it's them? at Sir. Oh my god! I cannot imagine brunching. I would maybe brunch at Pump, yeah, just for ambiance. Mm-hmm. But not at Sir.
1: Sir brings nothing to the table.
3: Nothing to the brunch table. That's for damn sure. No,
1: the thought of eating like an egg at Sir in r- the
3: darkest. <laughs> restaurant with like one candle lit and all the waitresses are wearing like a scarf
1: yeah and like being handed the thought of like at 11 a.m on like a sunday where you're just like trying to vibe and it's like sunny and pretty outside and then a waitress in a scarf dress hands you like a dirty menu with like plastic coated that has like salsa on it from the night before and then you like have to get like a sulfury egg that is, like, a real bummer. Yeah. And I you could. know that that's what it's like there.
3: Oh, they got to move that to Pump, then.
1: Yeah. They should move it to TomTom.
3: Well, TomTom can only fit so many people. Pump, I know, but they're that... expanding
1: next door. Oh, they really? bought the space next door. Now it's going to go... TomTom's going big, baby.
3: Sandoval's got this whole thing figured
1: He out. does have it all figured out.
3: I mean, like, I'm not sure that he knows that yet, but, like, it'll happen.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for his future as like a restaurant tour mixologist, yeah, etc.
3: And like whatever suit color he wants to come in is fine with me.
1: Mhm. I'm ready for Tom Schwartz to be like let go from his responsibilities at Tom Tom.
3: Yeah, I don't well and I don't know what his job is.
1: He doesn't know either.
3: Like I don't know if he works at the restaurant, I don't know if he has like a different job. That is like supporting him or if his job is just being like a reality star. I think it's just being a reality star.
1: I mean, he probably banks like 20K an episode of Vanderpump Rules now or at least like 15K, which isn't so bad. And then like just can do that. And then he has the dual income from Katie. So they're probably like sitting relatively pretty.
3: Yeah. I mean, enough that they're getting a fucking house. Mm hmm. Oh, God. No, it feels fine, and it doesn't hurt my feelings.
1: Yeah, they're rich, and we're all just still here. Yeah. Toiling.
3: Well, and then, so I have up next on uh, my thing, the, the Katie ultimatum, which is, like, her favorite thing. Also, is she said that everyone's been talking about her body forever. Literally no one. That's like, Jack saying, like, people say this show isn't <laughs> real. It's just, like, who do you think is talk like... The thing is, ever they're, like, so in their world that she's, like, everyone's saying it. That one person said it, and so everyone said it. It's, like, you got to know more than 10 people.
1: Yeah, like, literally no one has said shit about your body. It's like, Lala said a bunch of shit about your body, and then two years later, James said some shit about your body, and, like, no one else has weighed in. Yeah the only thing that anyone's weighed in on is like you wear really unflattering clothes, yeah. which she which does is just
3: choices. That yeah. She's which is like
1: a fashion choice. Yeah. Cause you can dress great on um, any body. Yeah. yeah. So Katie is truly living in like a fantasy land.
3: See, that's why I the think. The ultimatum worked.
1: I know, but I think Lisa was pissed at it. Like Lisa, she put yeah. Lisa in a position where Lisa's not going to say, she can't say no to right. that. So, and Lisa does not like being pinned in a corner by anyone. No. And so Katie is now on like, Off. yeah, goodbye.
3: Yeah, I could see her and Kristen being let go in the next season real easy that they'll just like, yeah,
1: or just demoted friend of. They yeah. check in every couple, like they have one scene with the Bubbas in their new house and then they call it a day. I would personally love that. Mm-hmm. I never need to check in with Katie ever again no, on no, Vanderpump really Rules.
3: They won't be in the opening scene, in like the opening credits. Can you imagine?
1: I can, and I love (laughs) that world. That gives me hope for the journey ahead.
3: Yeah. What if Raquel is just splashing around a cocktail, whipping her big-ass ponytail I think she
1: will be in the opening credits next season, which means it's time to bump someone.
3: Throwing the record around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, Dodie would go first because she does not, like, work at Sur and yeah. they would need to, like, make room for Raquel. But then I just feel like Katie's days are numbered.
3: I think if anyone's going to truly befriend Raquel, it's going to be Sheena. Sheena is definitely, like, friendly with Raquel. She's friendly with everyone.
1: Yeah. Sheena just wants everyone to be friends. Yeah. Sheena is like the true codependent who like can't set a boundary, so she's just like everyone, just get along, please. Yeah. And then like takes on a lot of that stress, like herself. Yeah, she so like just keeps her up at night everyone worrying. To like
3: her, everyone to like each other. It just needs to be everyone is cool with everything, which is like and no conflict and no conflict. Yes, yeah, because she's like the kind of person that
1: will like look away from conflict, which was like why her marriage really didn't work. Yeah, Cause she just like can't handle it. Yeah. I love Sheena.
3: I love her. I think she and Raquel are going to be great friends.
1: Yeah. I think if everyone is smart, they would kind of like start to befriend Raquel and try and turn her against James.
3: How old is Raquel?
1: I think she's like 23.
3: But she gets injections for that shit, right? Oh,
1: yeah. She got like whole new lips.
3: Okay. Because it looks... Yeah, she
1: like I think last summer was when she got them because I remember like going in to see you next Tuesday and being like, is that Raquel? And she had like her new lips and I was like, damn,
3: Oh, she really didn't need to do that. No, she really didn't. And Lala's lips are fucking next level insane to like she needs to chill.
1: But Lala looks gorgeous in this like reunion Like, I can't take my eyes off of her.
3: It's because she has the world's most hypnotizing eye makeup always. Yeah. And the lips didn't need to be that big. Like, she's a gorgeous girl. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need to go so extreme with it. I think it would be a little bit better if she, like... Dialed it back because then she'd just be like, all you would think is like she's gorgeous and not think about whatever works being done. Yeah. It's like,
1: but she looks like an expensive housewife. Oh, yeah. Like okay. she's really nailed that whole look. Mm. And for that, I'm like happy for her. But then otherwise, I'm like, God, Lala, you're fucking crazy.
3: Yeah. To look rich just based upon face mm-hmm. is like, she's face rich. Damn. Yeah. That is my aspiration (laughs) that is my skincare aspiration is just to have like rich people skin yeah and it's going poorly Let's see. Um, Let's see. I have Billy uh, Lee. Well, when everyone started hurting on Billy.
1: Oh, yeah. Lisa. Well, Lisa says Jax is self-serving and that his he knows his life will be better with Brittany in it. And then Ariana makes like a classic face because it's like, yeah, he does. Like, it is just a total selfishness. Like,
3: I don't know why. I mean, like, I guess I don't 100% understand him proposing like why he was like i should get married now i think i don't know why he feels that way because he shouldn't no and now he's gonna be in a beauty and the beast wedding and i guess that's what he gets for (laughs) haphazardly proposing marriage at a crab shack (laughs) now he has to be the fucking beast now
1: he's the beast at his
3: own wedding
1: yeah and i think it's like
3: Number one beast in the
1: group. He's the number one beast in the group. I think it's like a, he really does view it in like a tit for tat. Like those are what relationships are for him is like, you do this for me. I'll do this for you. And like transactional. But like, yeah, I think he's like secretly like very miserable at all the decisions he's made. Oh, Big time. Because you see Britney being like, I can't wait to be a mom. <laughs> Lots of rooms in the house for babies. And like, there's something that happens in Jax's like face where it's just like he's in a K hole of hell. Yeah.
3: He's like, he just switches off. Yeah. Like, no one's home there. Mm-mm. Except for when there's like uh, the price of it. And then he's like, oh man, she's really taking me to the bank. And it's like, <laughs> you don't have to be like the caricature of the husband yeah, like a
1: sitcom husband yeah
3: he doesn't need to do that but i think that he just because he's like kind of a sociopath uh that he just like emulates behavior that he sees and so he's like i'm getting married i better act like this is crazy
1: yeah he's like watches friends and then like takes notes yeah which side note i was thinking like Okay, I was going down, like, the road, like, of if Katie and Kristen get demoted or, like, are told that they're going to get demoted, like, would this cast or, like, the OGs try and band together a la Friends to, like, basically say, like, if you fire one of us, you fire all of us? But I don't think that they could actually successfully pull that off.
3: No, because I think that the OGs are, like, really Stassi, Kristen, Katie, Sandoval, Schwartz, and... Jax and like Jax. But he's yeah. in he and Britney can do whatever the fuck that they want. They're gonna keep him on.
1: They have their own thing going and I also don't think I think that one of them like if you offered one of them a more opportunity, they would immediately like walk away from that like agreement to stand with everyone else. Like really? I think so. I think that they would like if you if Jax was like told everyone like yeah i'll have your back like i'll say that i'll quit if they like fire katie or whatever but then some they were like we'll pay you more money to be on the show he'd be like just kidding i'm on the show oh yeah he'd be on the show in a
3: second yeah i feel like there's no loyalty for any of them no but i do think that in the coming like they're gonna have billy they're gonna have raquel now they have britney like there's all these new people that are like they're gonna have a show yeah they have also, that Erica
1: girl. What's that her name? She was like the hostess at Sir who waited on James and Raquel and was like really bitchy to them.
3: I don't remember. But I also Sheena will be in that group for sure. Like Yeah. A, she, they'll just keep her because she's around.
1: Yeah. I think Sandoval and Ariana have been like cut out of Britney's wedding party. And Jax's wedding party. I think that they're not no longer involved in the wedding.
3: Because of James? I
1: think because of the reunion and like that they just haven't gotten on board with
3: like the lies. That's weird for Ariana. Like I can kind of see why Sandoval wouldn't want to be in that wedding party anymore. Mm-hmm. Because who the fuck would want to be in that wedding party? Um, but I think that like Ariana could still be like... One of 100 bridesmaids.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's like if one of them go like it's like making a statement to both of them
3: because you can't Christian really cut one. one?
1: <laughs> yeah, Kristen. Oh, she would actually kill someone if she wasn't involved in that wedding. Yeah,
3: it's insane. How many bridesmaids are happening?
1: Yeah, it's too, many. <laughs> it's too many. The Beauty and the Beast wedding is actually out of control. I think about that rose her enchanted rose that she gave everyone every day.
3: Yeah. I and remember everyone it. was like ooing and aahing over it. Yeah, there's going to be fucking candelabras at the wedding. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had little chipped cups.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to lean into this theme. It's going to be out Too of control. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. Lisa thinks Jax was a victim of faith. Did you catch that moment where Lisa was like, I think he was actually more of a victim when they talked about like him and faith.
3: Well, what was she saying about the camera or, like, a recorder?
1: Because Faith recorded them having sex. And then, remember, at, like, last season... Did she,
3: he know that she was recording? I don't think so. That's fucked up.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. But she recorded him talking about um Brittany and his relationship. And, like, how he, like, hated Brittany and, like, was so over her and wanted to break up with her. And, like, saying all the shit about her. And then, like sent the recording to some of the other casts. remember and they played it yeah. yeah and like that was part of the like Jack's seduction but like i don't think that jack's like i don't view him as a victim of faith
3: no because he still made the decision to have sex with her yeah and like recording aside which is super fucked up like he still made that choice mm-hmm So, like, I mean, I think that she probably did him, like, pretty dirty in recording it. Yeah. But also...
1: But also, he's a fucking idiot. She probably, like, had her phone out and, like, pushed record right in front of him. And he, like, didn't clock it. He
3: was like, hold on. I just need to press record really quick. I'm going to be back in a sec. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, like, what?
1: Can I record you? And he's like, (laughs) sure, whatever. Obviously. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) he probably played along with it. And then like oh. gave her a whole interview and then acted like he had he no idea what was the happening.
3: Whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <One> <laughs> hand like a out. video of
1: him yeah. actually taking the recording. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be surprised I if he actually did and yeah. then tried to blame it on Faith.
3: I would love that for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> James shits on Stassi's book which I really enjoyed when he was like when Andy's like, "Do you think Jax has changed?" And then he's like, yeah, but then he's like, yeah, good but job. Like, I couldn't tell if he was like being real
3: or then I think if he, he was wasn't. being real that Jax has changed. But he's like, but that's just because like, I don't really care about it. But like, I see it because I'm around just like Stassi's book. I know it exists because I'm like around. But I don't care about it. It was yeah. just like, yes, I know that he's changed. I acknowledge it. But also like, I don't really need to have an opinion on it. I just see it in like, whatever. I don't care about it.
1: Yeah. I was living for that
3: moment. Yeah, It's at the Grove. Yeah, I know it's at the Grove. Will I be at the Grove?
1: Maybe. But I won't go in there and see it. Yeah. Really good.
3: Which I would... I don't know that I would go to that. Maybe I would. Her, like, book signing?
1: You did go to her (laughs) book signing?
3: (laughs) I went to... um, what was it called? Hiding from reality, the Taylor Armstrong book.
1: Oh my God! When she was at the Grove, mm-hmm. that's Mage. <laughs> yeah. Was it fun? No, it was dark. Taylor was Armstrong dark. is a tragic character. Yeah,
3: and she like really took a liking to my friend that was there. It was great.
1: Oh my God! I mean, it was
3: dark, but it was great.
1: <laughs> what did she say to your friend?
3: She just thought he was like real cute and like when it, like when he was like, "Can I get a photo?" She's like, "Oh my God, yes! Like you're so cute and da da da." And it was just like. What is happening? Too much. Yeah. Was she, this was
1: like post Russell's untimely death.
3: I don't think so. Pre- um. No, no, I take it back. That was in the book. Yes. It yeah. It was after.
1: Wait, also a dark RIP. I don't know if you saw this, but okay. Do you remember Charles McMansion, Sandoval's band that did the song Touch in Public? Okay. Yeah. And it was him and this other guy, Isaac Cappy, that was like his other bandmate. It was just the two of them. Isaac died recently, like yesterday or some oh, shit. Damn. He died like he jumped off a bridge in Arizona.
3: Damn.
1: He had really taken a dark turn. He was like part of that QAnon like kind of culty far right wing like truther oh. trump supporter cult or yeah. something
3: and then he just decided
1: he just really decided he'd had enough and then i guess threw himself off a bridge in arizona
3: wow i mean that's terrible yeah but also, just a so like, sad yeah i don't know what to do with it it's just like that's uh i mean and then like we're gonna probably see it all play out but yeah yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know if they'll, like, talk about it. I feel like he and Sandoval, like, probably weren't super tight anymore. But, but still
3: if, like... But, yeah, that's, like... Someone you know passes, and especially, like, intentionally. It's, like, it still fucks you up a little bit.
1: Yeah, so... R.I.P. R.I.P. Isaac Cappy. Play Touch in Public and Think of You. hmm Lala and Ariana take a trip down memory lane of their hookup, and Schwartz gets, like, uncomfortably turned on.
3: Yeah, he does. <laughs> like,
1: not okay.
3: She didn't say, like, will you come in the backseat? She was like, get in the backseat. And then he was like, okay. Like, was he like, was like, oh, I like that. He didn't even mean to respond in that way. It just happened. Like, you could tell he didn't mean to make a face or, like, say it or, like, he, no thoughts happened. He just, it happened to him. Yeah.
1: And, like, he said maybe four things in this entire reunion episode, and that was one of them. Yeah. hmm and then Lala says she told her mom that she ate Ariana's cookie. Insane. Which is like, I can't even imagine. Who
3: is her mother?
1: Her mom goes, you are so bad. Like, what the fuck?
3: What is that family?
1: And then Lala, the way she talks about sex, it's like, I just like can't deal. No. I can't handle people that like refer to like penises and vaginas as like peepees and beebees. V-V.
3: Like Like You're not
1: three years old. And
3: it's not cute.
1: No. It's not even cute when you're, like, three. No. It's just, like, don't call it that.
3: It's just weird. It's just, like, honestly, it's just weird. It's part of her,
1: like, baby cosplay that she does. I hate
3: when people do that. (laughs) I think
1: that she really, like, the kink in her and Randall's relationship is a a lot, is she's a little baby.
3: Mm -hmm. I mean, with her bottle and shit. With her
1: bottle, and then she's like, do you want me to touch your pee-pee? And it's like, this is really weird. Yeah. I mean, not to like fetish shame anyone. you please by all means like do your thing, but like, let's just, let's just be real about this.
0: And if,
3: I mean,
1: if you're having like a person to person conversation, just like leave the baby out of it.
3: Yeah. You can talk about your sex life, but like we don't need to know the child talk you use. (laughs) Yeah. I ate her
1: cookie. Never in my life
3: never. have I said that. No. Nor will I. It's strictly a Fred Durst thing.
1: Andy takes this really important moment to shed light on Brittany and Kristen finally telling the truth about their hookup, which is like we all knew it happened, but Brittany had never, like, I feel like the where we last left it, it was just like she wouldn't answer whether or not it had happened or denied that it happened. And then this time she's like, well, I don't recall what happened. But like, I do remember like we made out and we touched boobs, which is more than she would say last time, which leads me to believe that they fully had lesbian sex. Because historically, any time that you ask someone, especially on this show, like, if you're like, did you fuck them? Did you fuck them? And they're like, no, no, no. And then they're like, we just made out. Yeah,
3: we first based. Yeah, But like, you nothing fucked. past first base. Mm-hmm. I can't admit to that. Nope. Yeah, I don't, I didn't even know, like, how to look into that. There I was, guess no. ultimately, like, I don't care about any Britney relationships. Yeah. Um, But it's just also like... Just come clean.
1: Yeah, Ariana and Stassi are friends now, and I think it's the best move that Stassi's ever made.
3: I Stassi this season is like having her redemption tour. Yeah, like, like I'm. Bo is great, and I'm actually jealous of their like that she found her other. Yeah um she's like being somewhat normal her extensions were they did look good yeah they looked great um and she's like kind of getting it together and has like a good partner Hmm. and she needs to the, the shit with the mom needs to like calm it down but
1: yeah but i think like aligning herself with ariana is like the move yeah totally because it makes her seem like she has like if you get if Ariana is giving you her approval, then it means that you're like a good person.
3: Yeah. She's more than just a witch of WeHo. Mm-hmm. She can also be an ice queen at her birthday.
1: Yeah. And I feel like they take like a turn into talking about like the success of Tom Tom. And then Jax tells a story about Lady Gaga asking to see Britney's boobs that I think is completely fake.
3: Well, yeah. Cause he's like, Lady Gaga asked for the doctor Bitch, Lady Gaga is not asking Jax Taylor about Britney's surgeon.
1: Also, she wouldn't need to ask about the surgeon because we saw the surgeon on TV. It's Dr. Lakey who does all of Jax and Britney's plastic surgery. So, if you're a fan of Vanderpump rules, you already know that and you would never ask. And he's a liar. I was like, you're lying.
3: What did he do on Jax besides the nose?
1: He does like his injectables and stuff oh, like that. Okay. He's always going into Lakey's office. Got it. It's like his man crush, too. I you're... mean, fair. <laughs> Lakey's hot.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right! We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier?
1: Follow Disantel on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? be singing me praises from all black classics to fun expressive prints me has a look for everyone plus they come in sizes xs to 4xl guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody me undies isn't just about underwear explore the lounge collection featuring joggers hoodies onesies and more me signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater it's breathable stretchy and oh so comfy making it ideal for all day wear they use sustainably sourced material and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sandoval takes Andy for a ride in his m- motorcycle. It
3: was, it was so sweet and so, like, you. the way that it all happened was like, yeah, even if you wrote that, you'd be like, it's too on the nose.
1: Yeah, it was really uncomfortable.
3: It was like, well, he's got the helmet for you, which was, like, very cute. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it crapped out. But
1: I'm like... What's the, did he ride the motorcycle over there? Did he like load it onto a truck
3: and then it like was it,
1: delivered there?
3: He said that it didn't work because he doesn't ride it enough, so he must have it must have been like delivered.
1: Cuz they rode the motorcycle and then it broke down and then like a little motorcycle helper guy came to like yeah figure out what was wrong with it but i was like do you have a motorcycle assistant that just like comes with you whenever you bring this motorcycle out like i feel like this was a really bad investment for sandoval like he pretty much just like burned 15 to 18k
3: i think it was worth it 100 Um, (laughs) percent. like that money gone is worth it however i didn't i think that the guy that came out was probably like Someone that was working on the show that's like, I have a motorcycle. I'll like try to help. I'll look into this, yeah. Um, And then he was like, no. And then um, Andy was like pushing it with him, (laughs) but then like the then Andy left, and then
1: left. Which was, I was like, sorry, dude. (laughs) And then he was like, "Mm," and then just walked away, which felt I felt like uncomfortable. Like I was like, this isn't right.
3: Yeah, like, they both need to exit together.
1: Yeah. Sandoval tried to exit with him, but then I was like, is he just going to leave his motorcycle on the street? And then I think Sandoval realized he can't exit with Andy. So yeah. then he was like, he played it off. Like, he's, he does a good job of, like, not losing his cool in that yeah. situation. I would have, like... I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. If I would have that been asking
3: for like every person on the crew that was able to help me to like figure this shit out.
1: Yeah. I would have been like pulled one of those things where it's like, can you just stop filming for a second? And like help me with my motorcycle. Like I would have just gone into like full blown, like flip out mode where I like start talking like too intensely to people <laughs> and like in a way that would make them film more uh-huh. and then make me look like more of a bitch.
3: Yeah, I think I would just like start calling for help or just like pull it over to the side of the road and be like, Andy, why the fuck did you walk away from me? I thought we were cool. I thought it was, (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was so fucking weird that Andy couldn't like
1: hang out for a second Spend and just, like, five
3: minutes to like make sure it was fine and that they like went back to the studio together yeah you're both gonna have to go back to the studio
1: he left and just was checking his phone in the middle of the street
3: in wherever the fuck that thing was
1: <laughs> in <laughs> hell sun valley in a
3: hellish lot it was wild yeah i don't know why Andy walked away it was that was The most confusing part. It was
1: really bizarre. I think everyone it didn't. There's not a viewer who it sat well with. No.
3: I think Andy needed to. I think Andy needs to go on an apology tour for that one.
1: Yeah. He owes Sandoval
3: an apology. Yeah. Or at least like an explanation. Yeah.
1: Everyone's talking about Stassi's national holiday. And then there is a really awkward moment where like Lisa brings up her own national holiday holiday. in Beverly Hills, which is like, okay, then it's not a holiday.
3: Yeah. Like Stassi's is
1: like America wide or whatever.
3: And it sounds like Lisa's day is named after her. Yeah. Whereas like Stassi's was like, everyone can part. it's not just like a day about me it's about this bigger thing and lisa's truly sounds like it's hyper local and it's her name and also it's probably related to
1: beverly hills lifestyle magazine oh
3: god and you know that it's related to
1: that and so she just like declared it herself and it's not an actual day and then everyone has to like kind of pretend that they care and then lisa's like Stassi's like happy belated and then Lisa's like I don't even know where I was I guess I was out of town or something like that and it's like why did you do this like you're Lisa's like now acting like she has to compete with the cast of Vanderbump Rules and it's really scary to watch
3: I mean she did put all those rhinestones On that (laughs) blazer. (laughs) She's like, if they're all going to wear sequins and show their tits, I've got to get some red rhinestones on on this lapel. Black blazer.
1: ASAP. I kept wondering, like, is her hair going to, like, does it stick onto them or get, like, tangled in the rhinestones?
3: I would think that it wouldn't, but now that you're bringing it up, very possible.
1: Like, you know when one hair gets stuck in, like, a button or something, it's like a teeny little, like, prick pull? I feel like that happens to her with that blazer or like no that would happen to me with that blazer yeah
3: well she's also wearing those fucking collars all the time i feel like that's her like normal state is having one hair pulled out all the time yeah. and that's just like fueling her and like
1: so restrictive around the neck yeah yeah
3: which I subscribe to myself, so I can't even be You love mad like that. a
1: pussy bow restriction oh, neck no, journey just or just like a, a high neck, like a I turtle neck? I love a
3: high neck. I rarely wear anything that goes lower than a crew neck.
1: Wow. Love that. Devoted. You to and Lisa it. are devoted to like just an enclosed neck journey.
3: Yeah, we're like Diane Keaton, kind mm-hmm.
1: of. Totally. Yeah. I saw Palms last night
3: palms
1: diane keaton's new movie about being a cheerleader
3: no what i
1: highly recommend it
3: i saw book club in theaters uh
1: same (laughs) i own book club on dvd
3: well now it's on i think it's on netflix and i cannot wait to watch it again
1: the one of the best movies of last year i loved it i loved it and i got i loved palms and was it as good as book club absolutely not but it still felt like a, a hug yeah yeah it was good
3: oh i can't wait to rewatch book club yeah this is not
1: an it. ad i just am like really want everyone to see palms yeah
3: i brought my friend to book club who genuinely did not think that she would like it she was crying at the end yeah she was like i actually loved that and i was like i know I- you're crying
1: it's a fantastic <laughs> movie yeah. it's a comedy
3: it's and jane fonda oh my god
1: jane fonda and candace bergen she yeah. kills it
3: Everyone was great.
1: Yeah. Everyone really did what they were born to do yeah. in that movie. I oh. hope that they make a sequel.
3: Oh, my God. I would love that. Wouldn't Second that be, chapter. Yeah.
1: Book Club 2.
3: Book Club Chapter 2.
1: Yeah. Uh, you nailed it. it writes itself. Wow. I got chills. <laughs> Katie is talking in like a weird voice. Did you notice this? Like when she goes on her My Body diatribe and then like starts, like, defending herself. Something happened with, like, her speech where it just felt like sh- it was out of character or something.
3: I always think that Katie sounds, like, a little odd. She either sounds, she's either, like, yelling or she's saying something that sounds rehearsed. Mm-hmm. And so I think the whole body thing sounded rehearsed. Yeah. Um. But I think she's always, like, a little off.
1: Yeah, it dropped into some sort of like lilt that I couldn't put my finger on. But I was just like, this is a different voice than you had like 20 minutes ago.
3: Which is sort of Lala's move, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And then Sandoval's awakening happens at that point in the episode where he just like screams that everyone's a hypocrite. And I was like... He was right. Yeah, he's absolutely right. And I'm here for Sandoval divorcing himself from Jax yeah and taking a stand
3: I loved it also like fuck that wedding party fuck Jax for trying to hold that over his head is like if you don't like act right towards me during this reunion I'm gonna kick you out of the wedding party it's like great I'm going to still speak my truth and I don't care about your wedding party. Yeah. Which is a boss ass move and that tiny suit. So boss and his like
1: little short, mm-hmm. his like capri pants. Yeah, I love it. Um he I think
3: they need to like
1: force the cast next season to just all film together no matter what.
3: Well the whole season's going to be the wedding.
1: Yeah, you think so?
3: I mean, it's Beauty and the Beast theme.
1: I thought that they were going to do, like, because they're getting married, what, at the end? Oh, it's at the end of June. I don't know when they start filming. They might already be filming.
3: I mean, I would think that they would film around that wedding.
1: Fuck. I was hoping and praying that that wedding would just, like, take place mid-season so we wouldn't have to do, like, another season five where, like, the whole thing was, like, building up to Tom and Katie's wedding.
3: I think, I don't know that it'll be a full season. Hopefully. I don't know it that it's interesting enough. Although, Brittany's family, I do like them.
1: Did you watch Jackson Britney take Kentucky? No. Oh, the, if you like their fa- her family, you're in for a treat there. Because it's all about her family. And I her mean, hot dad, Don.
3: You think he's hot? Yeah.
1: I okay. take a stand <laughs> for Don. <laughs> I'm a Don head. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I like, well, I just like that they are unabashedly themselves Mm -hmm. and that they all fucking hate Jax.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's like part of, I think my boner for Don is like his hatred of Jax. Open. Yeah.
3: Cannot like hold it in. Can't just like, well, I mean, Jax makes it very hard. Yeah. But then you
1: see in Jax and Brittany take Kentucky, like, Jack's pays for the in vitro for like Britney's.
3: Maybe I did see this. He like made a big deal about paying for shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so he like pays and then like tries to gaslight Britney the entire time by like telling her family that she's lost her spark.
3: Is this like in The Barn Party? Yeah. Okay, I've seen this. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Never mind. I've seen it. We love it. you've watched the whole
1: season. You're like, did I see that? It was, was really it a season. It was a, it was like six episodes oh. or maybe more. I can't remember. Really. It was so bad and like just dark, but not even in like a fun way, just in like a damn, this sucks way. Yeah. Billy Lee comes out and she says it's very hard dating as a trans woman, but she's putting out good vibes But
3: also she dated Lisa's son, which is like, I cannot imagine, like, dating my boss's kid. I feel like that makes for such a fucking weird dynamic. Yeah,
1: I don't, I'm like,
3: that was not a great choice. Not a great choice. I mean, Lisa was like, it seemed like it all went fine because the relationship didn't like grow into anything anything else yeah if it had it would be fucked up but it didn't so like whatever the vibes are out
1: yeah but when billy's like i'm putting out good vibes i was like honey you're definitely not putting out good vibes like her vibes are really bad but i'm here for it
3: yeah like bad bad vibes she's Uh,
1: ready to like cause drama and like She'll do whatever it takes, which I appreciate, but I'm also, I'm kind of, like, terrified of her.
3: Oh, I wouldn't want to cross her. No. Because she seems like she will just tear you down.
1: She has, like, kind of, like, a shark eye thing where she just is, like, it's, Mm -hmm. like, the eyes that don't, like, they, where do they begin and end? Like, they're just seeing but not really, like... Acknowledging, I don't know how to describe it, but her, the energy is really.
3: It's like an anxious energy. Yeah. Like, uh, there's always going to be like some sort of. I feel like she could always get set off.
1: Yeah. And she's like, she's really thirsty for camera time because she has that one moment where she's like, I would if like. I can get promoted. I can't be a hostess forever. And I was like, woo, you. Lala's
3: a hostess and she's getting lots of camera time. Yeah.
1: But Lala's like a fake hostess.
3: Well, yeah. Like she
1: films (laughs) like one scene like sitting at the hostess stand and like pretends to answer one phone call and then she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, She's
3: like, I can't take a reservation. (laughs) Like, I don't,
1: no how like she's showing up to her hostess job with a birkin it's like <laughs> the no
3: nothing's checking out
1: no i like it when she wore that bra and lisa was like you can't do this and she's like well that really bums me out and uh, then it's
3: like, a lot of them do shit that i'm like you're still at work yeah. like just showing up to work in a bra and then telling your boss like well i like it is fucking wild but, and, like
1: she it's fine. She doesn't actually
3: work there. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, if she was anyone else, no, I think Sheena would get away with it. But most of like most people could never get away with that.
1: Remember the season where Sheena just was injured every time she showed up to work? Yeah. That was iconic. Yeah. I miss Sheena's like injuries.
3: I do. It kept it spicy.
1: Yeah. She knows how to, like, deliver the entertainment we seek.
3: But, yeah, Billy Lee
1: hooked up with Max. And then she tries to kind of, like, stand up for herself. It did make me uncomfortable the way everyone just, like, kind of ganged up on her and, like, wouldn't let her talk. Yeah. Because it's, like, if you're going to make a big deal about having a trans character or person on the show, you should then give them... A platform to like say what it is even though I don't think like I don't think that they were trying to like exclude her from girls night I, I don't think, think so either that was... I don't think
3: anyone thought that and I don't think that she even really thought that
1: no I think she thought it was just like this is a good way to like get drama started and like get a storyline yeah and she can't back down from that once she's put that out there so she kind of has to like hold to that and like the bonus of that i guess is that you would be just bringing up like this is something that a lot of trans people experience and like just have awareness of that so there is like kind of a good payoff of that
3: i felt fake drama yeah it was fake drama but it was like somehow altruistic which in which case i'm like okay like i don't think that the problem that you started was actually a problem but where it landed i think i'm okay with
1: yeah like i'm in yeah freedom fighter Like, made
3: a great point. Like, got political on it.
1: Yeah. And, like, but then there's this weird moment where she's, like, Lisa basically, like, forces her to say that everyone's been supportive of her at the restaurant, which I was, like, ooh, that felt, like, kind of weird and loaded to me.
3: Because Lisa does, like, so much West Hollywood. And all of, like, most of her restaurants are West Hollywood. Lisa really needs to be, like, aligned with lgbtq yeah so like anything that would take that away from her you can see her like tense up
1: Mm -hmm. but then it was like i just felt like there was no room to have any sort of like nuanced conversation about like what billy lee's experiences were the message was you say now on camera that every single person in this room has been supportive of you and then you can go and we'll I don't, see you next season.
3: I don't know that that group is ready to ever have a nuanced conversation. <laughs> they're taking shots and back while yeah, they're true. at break. So I just feel like it's it's not going to hit. No. And like they don't
1: understand it anyways. So it's right. just better to like
3: not go there. I don't think that you can tell people that have been hot their entire lives <laughs> about struggle and have them like understand it.
1: Their lack of, like, emotional intelligence never fails to shock me. right? And, like, the fact that they can't empathize with anyone else's journey, like, it's always just, like, a selfish, like, motivated, like, what about me and what I'm going through kind of vibe from all of them is, like... I just don't know. I mean, I know people that are like that, but like, I don't really hang out with people that are like that.
3: Right. It's really hard to like be on their side for any argument that they're going to bring up. Yeah. Which I think it came up with like, Ariana was like, yeah, my dad died and you guys all made fun of me for being sad. Mm -hmm. And Jax said something like, especially cruel. And then he was like, oh, I guess that's karma for me. And it was like, i don't
1: know that's that's not what she was talking about wild yeah he was (laughs) like i guess karma got me in the end because like look at me and it's like okay no like that's not actually how life works either no like parents will pass away that's just like a fact of life and it's nothing to do with like you being mean Tyrion. yeah
3: i mean it was such a well he has to make everything about him so yeah sure
1: the way that they just forget about anything that happened in the past, like they really do live in the present only,
3: which is like very Eckhart Tolle of them, but it feels unintentional. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it's just like, they, I think it's like they blacked out so much that they don't really remember. It's more like a goldfish fish
3: than it is like a, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like a five <laughs> second memory span. Yeah. They can remember any, anything like someone on the outs with them has done. But when it comes to their own actions, it's just like, we've Gone. literally never done. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah. Their entire trip to wherever to Mexico is like, I can't recall that. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't recall. I love Britney's. I don't recall that happening. But
1: I do think that we made out and I do remember touching boobs. But other than that, I just don't recall it, which is like a classic. Yeah james schools katie and i didn't know that he had 67 see you next tuesdays so for like a year and some change he was djing at sir every tuesday night
3: which like good on him yeah doing anything every week for a year is hard it's hard especially like keep it interesting so like i mean granted it's different that he is like Playing music every week. But still, like, that's a dedicated thing that he, like, plans all the time and, like... And promoted. Dialed it in and... Yeah.
1: And got it done. Yeah. And then when he yells at her and he's like, oh, really? I'll see you next Tuesday. And then she just, like, could not come back
3: with any sort no, of clapback. she just back. repeated it back. She was like, I'll see you next Tuesday. It was just, like... <laughs> Can you come up with literally anything?
1: No. You could even just say, like, shut the fuck up, skinny and boy, or something like that. More original. Yeah. I was just like, damn, Katie stumped again. All you have to do is like shout at her or something like that. And there's just no comeback.
3: I think it's so funny when people, like, if they get insulted, they'll just repeat whatever. Like, mm-hmm. there's no next step. It's just.
1: I'm pretty bad at like a in a quick insult situation. Like if someone was to do that to me, I'd probably pull a Katie and then be like, eh. and then later I'd think like, but damn, it, I should have said this. That would have been the most amazing thing. But like in the moment, unless I'm like truly enraged.
3: But I she can't. has like years of rage that she has a million things that she could say to him. Yeah. Because she like genuinely hates him. Mm-hmm. And so I think she has thought every mean thing about him
1: totally but it's like she is trying to play this like weight card in such a way like she's so focused on like making that
3: that's her agenda yeah
1: that's the agenda where it's like if she was to go and say mean thing like where the truth is she's just like i fucking hate james and i wanted to fuck with him so i did this and that was the easiest way and i was done with it which like it worked yeah it worked but she can't be honest about it because then it's like she doesn't get to pull the like body image card
3: i feel like the two are somewhat like as actual item like they're kind of separate yeah well, they are separate like there's one side where she wants to make this thing about like body positivity which is like um okay <laughs> yeah. but also like at the expense of james mm-hmm. which also doesn't sit well and like Granted, James kind of digs his own grave all the time. Um, She's not helping at all.
1: No, and I feel like it would have been way more powerful of her to, like, if she had just been, like, yeah, fuck you. Like, you're a piece of shit. I don't care. And then, like, go wear a mini skirt and, like, get blowouts or, like, do something that's, like, celebrating herself rather than just, like, dedicate her life to taking someone down in the name of, like body positivity
3: yeah i mean Kristen, take that's like they just get hyper focused on ruining people Mm -hmm. and like sometimes they have like the facade of a good altruistic thing but mostly they're just like snipers going after whatever like whoever it is that season and then they can't even like take themselves out of it to see what it looks like no like i think watching the reunion back she probably doesn't see that
1: no, I think she thinks like she's really proud of herself still. Yeah. And like Britney, when Britney's screaming at people with like her possum face. And, that like, was wild. It's insane. Like we've never seen that side. And then Britney's narrative is like, I'm standing up for myself for the first time ever. And like, it's great. And it's like, no, you're like, you've just sunk to every, you've sunk to Jax's level. Yeah.
3: She's had two moments that were great. Like the one where everyone's talking about. Jax and she just up and leaves the apartment Mm -hmm. that was wild and then we saw her scream when Jax cheated on her yeah like otherwise she's been pretty even keeled even though he's like a real piece of shit it's it was like so weird that she was lashing out against not Jax (laughs) yeah it's like it's jarring yeah but I think this
1: is like what we're gonna get from her now which I'm excited about Cause it, I feel like with Jax, it's like if you can't beat him, join him. So it's like she's never really going to get him to be the kind of man that she wants. And like, would so you
3: join Jax.
1: I think that that's her only choice if you're that in that situation. Like, what other choice does she have? She would break up with him, or Maybe she'll it's beat like,
3: him in the long run. Yeah she's joining now she's joining now to
1: to just fully fuck him over later
3: it's a long play
1: wouldn't that be amazing if like in (laughs) 10 years we're still like watching this show i like i'm still podcasting about it but like britney finally pulls like the rug out from under him Mm -hmm. and then in like a reunion she's like when you cheated on me I made a plan and, and like <laughs> just takes you step by step in like a flat and you get like the Bravo flashbacks yeah. of how she calculated to just like fuck Jack's over.
3: I want it to be like a gone girl level of planning where like shit is planted ahead of time. Yeah. There's cash in a pillowcase at an undisclosed location. Like mm-hmm. everything has been planned for years. Yeah. That would be cool to me. That she
1: did it like all on her own too. Mm Yeah. Like, tricked everyone else in the group to like, and like, even like allegiances or like side fights that happen were like orchestrated as like subterfuge to like distract Jax from like the truth. And then she just like reveals all and then takes her mic off and like drops it Mm -hmm. and like pulls a wig off and her hair is like red underneath or something. Oh my God. I would,
3: and it's curly. I would love that.
1: Yeah. And then just walks off and you never hear from her again. She like quits all reality TV and that's just like the end.
3: Yeah. It was all just to fuck him over. That
1: would be true. I got like scalp chills.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If she joined the show specifically to do this, she was like, I'm going to get on that show. I'm going to ruin that man long-term long-term mama and mm-hmm. she like like she met him in vegas
1: and then she realized like her mission in yeah. life is to destroy him I'm gonna, but it will take 15 <laughs> years
3: <laughs> we're gonna start a cheese company it's gonna be called Mima's cheese it's gonna be a long haul she's
1: like we start a company together you liked my <laughs> mama's beer cheese and so i we created an llc and you put this money into it and i put this money into it and then unbeknownst to you i linked it to your business bank account and all your credit and like it just like yeah. sinks
3: his credit score the only thing that wouldn't be the conniving moment is she'd be like but the beauty and the beast wedding was for me i did enjoy it <laughs> That would be like her one thing where she's like, "That was not a lie. I wanted that." No, I did. I really wanted that.
1: That was my dream. So thank you for giving me yeah. that. Yeah, like an earnest like nod to like their I was relationship. I wanted that
3: rose underneath a glass.
1: <laughs> I need to know where she got the enchanted rose from.
3: I, I walked feel like by. I know. <laughs> like.
1: Okay, there's a lot of different options though. Like there's some on Amazon, but then I walked by a store in Beverly Hills that was down the street from Villa Blanca that was like an enchanted rose store. Like, I think it's a kind of store that just sells that kind of... Sells dumb shit to... It was called, like, Just Dude. Roses. And you look inside, it's, like, roses. And then they had some under a glass. And then I saw some women, like, walking with, like, three roses under a glass dome. And I was like, is this the Enchanted Rose store?
3: That is so Beverly Hills on a level that, like, <laughs> it's a pre-cut rose. It's gonna die. And it's yeah. gonna die this week. Mm-hmm. And, in two
1: days. Yeah. And yeah. it's, like,
3: not only not in water or, like, has the tiniest bit of water, but also it's under glass. Like, there's no oxygen exchange (laughs) happening. That is the most Beverly Hills shit in the world. Just roses. Yeah, just roses, under glass, on top of, like, a wooden plate. Yeah. And it's gonna die, but, like, when you're presented with it, it's gonna feel... campy <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: like i wonder if they spray them with something like you know that in like windex <laughs> yeah i'm so like i need to know more about just roses i should have gone into the store and like investigated
3: it would only make sense if they did like a very convincing wax rose yeah that's the only way i could sort that but mentally. where do
1: you then put it in your house trash can yeah yeah <laughs>
3: I mean, you can't, like, have someone come over and then... <laughs>
1: and you're like, this is when Brittany and Jax got married. Do you ever watch Vanderpump Rules? And then they're like, no. And you're like, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, me neither. What? Yeah. Um, I mean, even to, like, that there's a full store of that, that, like, people get those. Yeah. And gift them.
1: It's really... Yeah,
3: I can't. If I walked into someone's house and they had one of those, I'd turn right around.
1: Mm-hmm. I would just be. like now I only associate it with Vanderpump Rules, or I would
3: smash it. <laughs> I think that would be fun.
1: <laughs> It'd be fun to like do like a softball type of pitch with one, and oh, then yeah. just like a baseball bat smash. Yeah. Like a rage room filled with (laughs) enchanted roses.
3: You know how there's that event every year where people bring like toys and stuff to the batting cages to like take revenge on their childhood? What? There
1: is this event? (laughs) What is this event?
3: It's like, I think it's like a bunch of TV writers. My friend brought his Teddy Ruxpin from childhood that he fucking hated And he just destroyed it. And everyone was just destroying shit.
1: Oh, my God. Like all their childhood toys? Just like a bad memory they would bring. Okay, cool. For him,
3: it was the Teddy Rexman, But it can really
1: be like... It can be anything. Yeah. Okay. Haunts you. Awesome. I have a lot of that stuff. So that contextualizes it in a much wider way. Yeah. I'm bringing that rose. (laughs) Like a shard of glass flies into your neck. Worth it. Yeah. Just a small scratch. Yeah. Lala fights with people and then always leaves. And then when Andy asks her, like, why she won't just, like, have a conversation with anyone, she's like, it's just exhausting to have to school people on life.
3: She's baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Billy <laughs> Lee, you can just see her, like, neck tensing up, but she just, like, keeps it quiet.
3: Yeah. I wanted for, like, why can't you do it? I want her to just go, I'm baby. I'm baby
1: pee-pee and the BB.
3: <laughs> cookie
1: lala says she also claims she wasn't being aggressive with billy oh my gosh which was is so, insane that is
3: she was beyond yeah again if anyone <laughs> had any sort of that energy towards me i don't know what i don't think i would ever recover that would be a lot i'd be like i'd talk about that all the
1: time yeah i'd be like Do you know what happened with me and Lala, right? Like she literally screamed at me and called me a hoe.
3: I wouldn't work there anymore.
1: Yeah, I would be like... Or
3: she wouldn't work there anymore. There would be no situation in which we would be professionally together.
1: I love too that like, not only did she create a scene at brunch with Billy Lee
3: in the JLo dress,
1: in the JLo dress. She also then lied to Lisa about it later and was just like, I said my piece and then I walked away.
3: She left out a lot of details.
1: Yeah. And then Lisa was just like, okay, but it's like, you can't fire Lala because she doesn't actually work at sir. So then like, That's where there's, like, a hole in this narrative. Yeah. Because anyone else, like, that actually worked at SIR, she'd be like, okay, you're suspended or you're fired. But if you don't actually work there, you can just act however you want.
3: I mean, well, and, like, her omission of the, like, hey, I heard it got real crazy. And then Lala's like, I don't know, it seemed fine to me. It was like, (laughs) you're all fucking nuts. Also, it's like, you filmed this. So yeah. I
1: don't understand lying about something you filmed.
3: Also, I think that it's because they all I think that they do truly forget things because I think that they're just like drinking heavily on Adderall and blacking out.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: Like, I think that there's just like, no, I don't know that they like when they don't remember things, they don't remember things.
1: Yeah. I believe that Brittany was probably black out when she oh, had sex with Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has moved to the Valley and Lisa says like, that's it, where their houses are. Yeah. They all live in like North Hollywood. I think
3: that explains so much. Yeah. Oh my God. They're going to have to go over the hill every time they go to work. Mm-hmm. Poor things.
1: But so I have a theory that like, I think Tom and Ariana, they moved out there first, but I think that they kind of trailblazed and they were like, We wanna buy like a big house with a pool, so this is where we're gonna land. Then Tom Schwartz like can't be away from Sandoval. So no. he's like, Bebs, we have to like go over there. Yeah. And then
3: And Katie has like, no, say she's like, okay.
1: Yeah. She's just like, whatever. Like, I'm glad that you're, we're still married. Like I'm keeping this ruse alive. Let's do it. And like, (laughs) and then Jax and Brittany move out there too, which is like weird, but like, okay. And they all got like similar looking like farmhouse houses, you know, there's like McMansions that are being built that are like rustic farm yeah like they're like north carolina like there's
3: like somehow a mudroom and it's like we're in california
1: yeah it's like what is this like industrial farm vibe that's happening i'm like not clear but they seem to really love it and that aesthetic makes a lot of sense with this group oh
3: yeah it's just vanilla
1: yeah and like i think Kristen moved out there as like a strategy move because if they're all living out in the valley they're all gonna be like filming together hanging out and if Kristen doesn't like she's basically like hanging on by just like a little finger Mm. on the ledge so she's living in the neighborhood now so that she's included in any filming stuff that happens
3: I feel like she has a better chance of landing a dude in the valley
1: yeah I think that that's like a fair assessment
3: but I mean don't we all (laughs) (laughs) I'm like
1: I love the valley like I like Studio City and stuff and like I'm now I'm a little more terrified of it they're all over there Mm -hmm. but like I just think that they're trying to like strategize a lot yeah because like Stassi's not going to move to the valley oh
3: I mean if she did no Bo wouldn't do that either
1: yeah I just don't see that for Stassi
3: no plus she's got the book deal money coming yeah I don't think that she would
1: yeah and, like, I don't think that she's ever gonna be in danger of, like, being kicked off the show, because it's no. just, like, she's a big draw. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And she is great on the show. Mm-hmm. I will say that.
1: She's given us a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: She's, you know, a hard hitter. She's been in the game for a while. She took it away, and mm-hmm. then she gave us back.
1: Yeah. Lisa also pretends to be like excited about tom and katie having a baby at one point like when andy brings it up literally none of us want this not not even lisa
3: drum up false excitement
1: no i mean i i will watch and i'm excited to watch but i'm also like this isn't fair like i'm like georgia should have passed a rule that like vanderpump rules people cannot cannot procreate yeah like that actually like i feel badly for those children Mm -hmm. because it's just like it ain't right yeah yeah it's not fair it's not fair will i watch and totally participate 100%
3: it's a really big lesson in life isn't fair so like don't expect it to be
1: yeah just like guess what this is your karma in this world is that you're born and Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney are your parents
3: and she I mean I think that in that house granted I don't know how many bedrooms there are um, but I think that there will be at least a corner dedicated to like her potions and witchcraft um, which I would like the tour on Mm mm-hmm She's going to decorate that house so fucking ugly.
1: It's going to be hideous.
3: Spray paint bubba's all over the fucking place.
1: Like, it's going to be a travesty.
3: It's going to be, yeah. It'll be worse than when Spencer and Heidi moved in and then... Did the wall mural.
1: The wall mural. That was like iconic at this point. Oh,
3: yeah. And I like mean, their
1: video game machines and
3: stuff all da- downstairs. Yeah. It's going to be on that level, though.
1: I kind of like Brittany,
3: Like her. her. She's going to put sawdust on the floor. It's, it's gonna sawdust. Be it's peanuts.
1: Thing. There's going to be some beach stuff like i wonder if she'll still continue in a beach theme for the interior decor or if she'll like go in another direction maybe Hmm. she'll go into like homestead like farm life direction
3: see it could really go either way
1: i like Brittany's point of view as like an interior decorator because it's like so opposite of mine but she's like really does a good job of being like cohesive and like she decorates something like she decorated an apartment which is like not something you do with an apartment you know what I mean I
3: mean, I do it to mine unfortunately
1: you build like a wall
3: oh I didn't build a wall I mean she
1: like built she like wallpapered and like redid parts like renovated their apartment that they didn't own
3: oh no that's you don't do that to. A yeah that's
1: all. what I'm saying like you like de- like decorate make it cute or whatever but yeah. she like put time like blood sweat and tears like went to home depot and like bought wood planks and like built like walls and stuff in their apartment
3: that's terrifying
1: and so now yeah i'm just like what will she do next I'm oh excited. then she
3: could like really that'll be she's gonna project. have like a big project yeah she could maybe have like an hgtv show is what it sounds like i'm here for it if she made a youtube channel where she just decorated that house i'd be in
1: yeah So I'm excited to see what she does. I think Tom and Katie are just going to shank on decorating. It's going to be so hideous and make no sense at all. No. Also, their apartment was like a hoarder's den.
3: Neither of them have like an aesthetic point of view.
1: No. And they like don't know how to like take care of themselves Mm. from like a mental health or like any any of it. Yeah. So it's just that will be a mess.
3: And then as far as like Tom and Ariana decorating... I have no idea what that's going to look like.
1: Yeah, it's it's too early to tell cuz like, they didn't put
3: anything in they put a little bit
1: of work into their apartment but really you know that they were just like whatever this is like a trash zone that we'll get out of someday.
3: Yeah. Cuz like if Tom does it Sandoval then mm-hmm. it's going to be full blown whatever it is but it's also going to be a little like yikes. Yeah. And then if Ariana does it, I feel like it's just going to be like real simple. Yeah. To the point of like, did you try?
1: They might be so well matched for each other in that regard because yeah. she can like kind of tone his like
3: decor down. I feel like he would almost do like, I want to get 15 guitars to hang on that wall. Yeah,
1: 100%.
3: Fuck, dude. We don't need to hang 15 guitars on that wall. (laughs) A guy telling me he wants to hang 15
1: guitars on the wall makes me like go cross-eyed. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Have you ever met someone that like, they're like, I put my surfboard up on the wall and you're like, ew. Yeah.
1: I'm like, that's cute for like a guest house or something like that. But I'm like, I don't want to. Like, it's it's a red flag. I think if you meet oh, yeah. a guy with a surfboard on the wall.
3: Yeah, I mean, really, any like large item mm-hmm. that isn't
1: like a picture. Yeah,
3: that isn't like a painting or a photo. Yeah, it's just,
1: it's not good.
3: No, it's not the move.
1: Katie's like, she goes, to Lisa, she goes, see, Lisa. Now you're going to get a baby out of us. And Lisa goes, I know, right? And then kind of smiles, and I was like. Lisa doesn't give a shit about you having yeah. a baby. Like she probably actively does not want you to have a baby because she doesn't want that storyline.
3: Well, and it'll like take away from them working. Yeah.
1: It's like bad timing for Tom Schwartz and Katie to have a baby. Cause he just started actually having a job for once in his life.
3: Yeah. And like, what's going to happen to her girls night in. <laughs> She can't go that shit pregnant. No, she's like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Ugh. I and hope that they roast her for that next episode. If she does get pregnant, she's going to have the world's most swollen feet. I can already tell. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna be, she's gonna really swell up. I feel like she'll be a real terror. Like, you know how some people are gracefully pregnant and some people are like terrors? She can't
1: even be a terror unpregnant. Like, yeah. she can't get it on lock. Like, it's just gonna be like.
3: A true nightmare. Like, it's, the
1: real, it's gonna be like the horror movie, The Blob.
3: Is that a real horror movie? Was that a fake
1: horror movie in a movie?
3: I mean, it was also the thing in heavyweights that they jump on.
1: That was the thing in heavyweights they jump on, but then I'm there was some movie that is a horror movie where it's like just a blob of stuff that can like eat you. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the thing that I'm thinking of. It might be. I can't it also remember. reminds me of Alex Mack. Yeah. Just like viscous liquid of some sort yeah, that's dangerous. Katie pregnant. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Slimer.
1: Lala says her rock bottom was that she took a trip to Disneyland with like Randall and his daughters. And then she face chug vodka the entire time.
3: I don't I'm, even know what to make of that.
1: Yeah. I was like, this story is wild. And like, I'm glad that you're sober now.
3: Yeah. Like the, her, her version of like a rock bottom or like a moment of reckoning is um uncommon yeah I'll say <laughs> she's like i was wearing those mini ears and just chugging vodka i like first of all i don't know how she got that in the park but also yeah she's
1: like i never stopped drinking and i face chugged vodka and i was just like face chugged as opposed to what like butt chugging it like what Camping. <laughs> <laughs> i was at disney Camping vodka. Camping vodka,
3: straight up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, like, came to and then was like, I refuse to live like this.
3: Which is... I'm like, okay. At Disneyland drunk, it sounds kind of fun.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to take away from her, like, addiction or whatever it is that she's going through. But I'm also like, this is a little murky.
3: Yeah, I think that we didn't get the whole story. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, good on her for... Deciding that she wanted to, like, change her life.
1: Yeah. It's chill. James claims that he's not drinking. And then he's like, "Bye, I am drinking. And then that's when, like, he gets called out for the uppers. And then tells Sandoval to shut his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... And then everyone flips out and shit gets real.
3: Yeah, because he just got called out for drugs.
1: Yeah. And, like... This is the moment, too, because, like, Andy then brings up, like, he's, like, you've been helping your parents out, like, what's going on there? And then James is, like, I have been, but I don't really want to talk about it. And then everyone, like, gets really mad about that.
3: Yeah.
1: And this is the moment where I was, like, oh, like. Everyone else is wrong. Everyone else is wrong. And they also all showed their true colors, which is just, like it's like they just don't want james to have any attention and so they're mad that he got like any sort of storyline
3: that he was shown in a good light that it wasn't just them like saying he's a bad person and him fucking up it was like no there's like more to him than that and he's actually like trying to do something nice in the world yeah um which fucks up their whole storyline that he's pure evil and like can't do a nice thing to save his life yeah but he is And I think that's why they like flipped out that he would be seen in like a kinder light.
1: Yeah. Like it's like they think that if they don't like something, that's just like how it is going to be in life. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy though. Like they don't understand that like sometimes things don't work out the way that you want them to work out.
3: Yeah. There's not really a lot of room for gray with, I mean, but here's the thing. There's no room for gray when it comes to other people. But when it comes to them, they're like, I can kind of like fuck around with this for a while. I mean, yeah. And like that was
1: two years ago.
3: Yeah. It's like, well, it still happens. So there's
1: a lot of excuses. I'm like, I've never, I've like maybe one time seen Katie in like a sympathetic light on the show, but that's because she kind of chooses like her. I, I think that. And maybe I'm wrong and, like, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're listening and you know better than I do. But I feel like if you're on a reality show, you kind of, like, you at least produce a little bit of what your, like, storyline and your vibe is going to be. For sure. And, like, you know yourself and how you are and how you want to portray yourself on camera. You do have, like, a little more control over that. Yeah. And so... For any of them to like call bullshit or be like, well, you don't see like how we help our families like blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, because you don't fucking talk about it. Yeah. And when Katie's like, I fell through a skylight and like hit every pole on the way down and I have fucking brain damage. It's like, well, you didn't talk about it until like last year.
3: Yeah. Which is like, fine. Yeah. like, she didn't feel like she could talk about it for that long. But also that's, like, it's not for her to compare the two. Yeah. That, like, he feels comfortable talking about it and, like, doing it on camera and that the rest of them don't feel comfortable with that. That's, like, not really a reason to be mad at
1: him. Yeah. And if you were smart, you wouldn't, like... You just would play it closer to the vest and not, like, give up all your cards. Because it's just like, wow, you've now played right into everyone's hand. Like, we have your number completely. Yeah. And we know that you're just jealous haters. And, like, you're now, like, stomping your feet like little babies because you, like, didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. Which is, like, more attention and for your, like, your narrative to be, like, validated.
3: Which, I mean... It's just, like, so bizarre that they flip out on that.
1: It's bizarre because you think that they would be smarter than to, like, do that. But then you have to consider it's, like, no, these Mm. aren't, like, this isn't, like, a Mensa meeting. No. This is Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, like... And even like when Britney's like, he was calling my family hillbillies. Like, it's like, no. So what?
3: Also, she did have like a good comeback for that and doesn't need to bring it back.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I thought you weren't mad about that and you were proud of it. So why are you bitching?
3: Like, she should have just stuck by that.
1: God, I wish that someone would just like school them one by one and like clap back.
3: I think we should go. Yeah. I think we should go. And, and like just like
1: slowly just like confront each of them yeah yeah i
3: want to just like if they could come to this and we could just like talk to them about it i think it would go over well <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because
1: i've podcasted with most of them like years ago and they pretty much like only stand in their own truth and it's kind of like an unwavering ability to see any other angle besides their own so it's kind of it's like a fruitless endeavor to try and like argue with anything narcissism yeah
3: um but aren't they in therapy aren't some of them in therapy
1: tbd yeah i mean katie claims like she's like i've been through so much and like blah 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 and it's like i don't believe that
3: well also like we all have everyone's been through shit
1: literally Show me a woman that is like, does has never struggled with like body image problems or like depression of some sort.
3: Yeah, it's like, like it's all of us. Yeah, and like <clears throat> to do like one versus the other is just uh, you can't win.
1: Yeah, I like though that Stasi was like promptly shut down when she was like, I help my parents, and then Sandoval yeah. goes, Do you pay your parents' rent? and then she's, like, I'm. I'm not going to talk about like what I do and what I don't do.
3: Which just like, so it's a no.
1: Yeah. So you don't like, I don't think, I think your parents helped you a lot when oh, you yeah. were like living chin, here. Yeah. yeah.
3: I cannot ever stop thinking about a chin implant that the, the original Stassi's
1: face versus the face now.
3: No, just that. Like I can't ever like the idea of knowing that you need a chin implant is so specific <laughs> That, like, I would know. I know that I have like zero jawline, but my even like now, I'm like, I don't know what fixes that except for <laughs> longer hair. Like, the idea of just being like, oh, well, I'll just have more chin is just insane to me.
1: Yeah. I know. And it feels like she was really ahead of the curve when yeah, it comes just, to chin implants.
3: We didn't see like full face young plastic surgery until like. Three years ago.
1: Yeah, when it became like 16 year olds get plastic surgery.
3: Kylie and her group are just like showing everyone that you can fully transform immediately. Like, don't you
1: don't have to wait to be 18 or like grow into your features. You just like, if you don't like something, you just like change it, get it sucked out, like, and enhance yourself.
3: Yeah, which is like,
1: yeah, that's really weird. It's we, I'm glad that we like didn't grow up. Like, that would have actually fucked with me if, like, because girls then, in high school...
3: Isn't she, like, 31?
1: Who? Kylie? Stossie. Oh, Stossie. She, yeah, is 31.
3: Because then she got that shit in high school. She was, like, real ahead of it. Yeah, know. she's, like,
1: 18 years old, I think. It was, like, her high school graduation.
3: I would never think of that.
1: <laughs> no. I would never either.
3: It's so specific.
1: Maybe she, like... I know she wrote about it in her book, but by that point I just kind of like zoned out while I was reading it.
3: Yeah. How how is it?
1: It's uh we can like go over some of it in the bonus episode because I've explored 100%. I've explored parts of it in other bonus episodes. It's really it's both eye-opening and not eye-opening at all.
3: I mean, if that makes sense. I think it's going to be less I think it's going to be eyes wide shut. You know, I think it's going to be Yeah anything that feels like wisdom in there i already know mm-hmm. it's telling you a lot it's just repeating what you already know to
1: yourself like it's like how to take a good selfie and oh it's that's like, a nightmare actually. yeah it's like how to take a good selfie and then a lot of like tips about that and like how to like get dressed
3: it's okay it's like a uh, skin deep kind mm-hmm. of thing okay. yeah that has absolutely no <laughs> you're not, not learning not... any
1: like life, like really wa- like groundbreaking secrets or really getting any like new kind of knowledge mm-hmm. about not... saucy. You're not like learn. I thought uh, I was like, Oh, she's going to like write about her life and like tell us like her origin story. And then it's like very glosses over that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I thought I would know more at the end of this and not less.
3: That is, in my opinion, celebrity book deals. Yeah. It's a lot of that where you're like, I'm going to get the full story now. And then it's just like, and then I had a blowout that I didn't like. And it was like, okay, I don't, th- I didn't need to read this. Yeah. She
1: like talks a little bit about like her and Jax went to like a Scientology meeting for a second. And it was like so weird. And she was so freaked out. And they left and it was like two pages.
3: I love that for them.
1: Yeah. They should have stuck with it.
3: I mean, it might've helped the old career.
1: I think it would have been in a bit of a different place. Had mm-hmm. they stuck with that.
3: They'd be an Aspen.
1: Thank you so much for being my guest. Yeah,
3: this is great. This was so fun.
1: <laughs> um, tell everyone where they can find you.
3: I am at Nikki Jaggerman on things. It's uh Jagerman with one G Nikki with two K's
1: love. If you love this podcast, tell your friends about it and uh, you can hear bonus episodes on Patreon, and that's at patreon.com slash podcast. And with that, I bid you farewell. Bye. I know, I know I'm feeling
3: Cause I know, I know I'm feeling Cause I know,
0: I know, I know.